Hello, everyone, and it is a Friday night because we didn't get to do it last night. So we are going to break down the AFC West. It is the Couch Analyst Podcast. Connor, Braden, and Riley over on the right, who's producing. And so today we're going to do a deeper dive into the AFC West. On Tuesday, we ended up doing a deep dive into the AFC South. So we're going to kick around some more ideas on how we feel about the West and just kind of expand on because the West and the South were two main talking points when we broke down the AFC. Indeed. So let's get into it. Brayden, if you want to tell the audience what you got for us, go ahead. So today we're going to be diving into the AFC West in kind of like a game format. I wouldn't say game, but maybe like we're, we're basically building our own fantasy team out of position groups from all the teams in the AFC West. So um, I'll go like, I'll name, I'll name the quarterbacks or I'll name the quarterback that I would like to have on my team, the running back that I'd like to have on my team in the division, wide receiver, tight end, offensive line, all the way through the defensive positions, et cetera. So I'm going to start off um, if, if you guys are fine with that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so for my quarterback, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert um, because I think he has the highest ceiling of, out of everyone. I know you guys are probably going to give me some hate because of Patrick Mahomes and all the throws that he can make. I just think Herbert is still got a long ways to go, and he can – He's got a long road ahead of him, and he can still grow. Um, for running backs, this one was tough, but um, I think I'm gonna go with uh the Chargers on this one, just because Austin Eckler. I mean, Melvin Gordon doesn't there really um, he doesn't really burst my bubble. Uh, Josh Jacobs is okay, but I'd take Eckler over him. And then Chiefs don't really have a very strong run game. So I got the Chargers for running back. Um, Wide receiving core, I'm going to go with Denver just because it's a very solid young group there. It still has ways to go. They got Russell Wilson this year. Um, At tight end, I'm going to go with the Raiders with Darren Waller. Um, offensive line, I'm going to go, the offensive line, I think I will go with, I'm going to go with Denver on that one. Defensive line, I'll probably go, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Chargers. And then for linebackers, I will go to. You know, I'm going to stick with the Chargers on on that one. And then for defensive backs, probably we'll do. I'm going to do the Chiefs on that one. All right, so. That's it 
for Brayden. Yep. Brad, do you want to go next or should I? Yeah, I can go. Okay, go ahead. So for QB, I got Mahomes. I feel like Mahomes and Allen are just on a totally different level. Mm-hmm. And at running back, I have the Raiders because I feel like a combination between Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake is very real. Good point. Because later in the year, they started splitting time. And as a Josh Jacobs fantasy owner, it made me a little angry. But I like I liked it as a non-fantasy point. And then for wide receiver, I'll go Raiders again. Okay. Obvious reasons. Tight end, Raiders. I, I like Waller. Foster Moreau is good, too. Just a little bit more depth. Uh-huh. And then O-line, got the Chiefs. A little bit of an underrated pick there. I don't blame you on that one. I really like Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey's a beast. I'll let you go. I'm not as prepared on defense. But I do want to make one point. I feel like we, I wouldn't say, like, underrated the Chiefs' defense, but I thought they did really good in the draft with the Chiefs defense standpoint. They got McDuffie and Carl Loftus and Leo Chenal. I really like those picks, and I feel like it'll be a lot better than most people are expecting. Yeah, the Chiefs always seem to have a very solid defense every single year. It'll be interesting to see them this year. All right, so you want me to go now? Yeah. Yep. All right, quarterback, give me Patrick Mahomes. Seven Mahomes. days of the week and twice on Sundays. Right. Patrick Mahomes, he's just he's on a different level, like Riley said. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can possibly compare to him with his physical freakiness. Yep. I think a little bit better luck this year will help him because last year PFF had a stat that he was one of the unluckiest quarterbacks in terms of tip balls and different plays like that. So, who's he? Who's he throwing it to this year? Uh, let's see. So he's got Smith Schuster. Yep. He's Marquez solid. Marquez Veldez Scantling MVS. Okay. Mikol Hardman and of course, all reliable Travis Kelsey. That's that's not that bad of a receiving. Court. Sky Moore. Sky Moore too. Josh Gordon's there for some reason still. What about but, um? Was it Justin Ross from Clemson that they undrafted? Yeah, yeah I he, think... he's out for the season, unfortunately. Oh, he is? Oh. I was excited for him. Mm-hmm. Did he tear his ACL or was I, it his Achilles? I don't know. It might have been that continuous problem they were talking about why he went undrafted. He was a solid player. Yeah, yeah, I remember Mahomes talking about him and how much he was hyping him up like during the offseason workouts and stuff. And a couple of years ago, like when he was playing with Trevor Lawrence at Clemson, he was like – projected to be two years into the future, the number one overall pick. I mean, dude was just incredible as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, I'd say an offensive version of like Derek Stingley. Awesome freshman year in the other two years, just either injury ridden or didn't Stingley work out Jr.? the way. Yeah. Okay. So quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Uh, running back, this one is going to be a little bit tougher. I was going to go with the Los Angeles Superchargers. But, Riley, you convinced me. I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders. 
Yeah, I'm kind of on edge about that after he said that too. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to stick with the Chargers as well. I mean, the Raiders, they got Josh Jacobs, like he mentioned, Kenyon Drake, two-headed monster. Then they add Zamir White in the draft too. And just for a little bit of depth, they sprinkle in Amir Abdullah. Amir Abdullah. Oh, yes. Forgot who about can him. do a little bit kicker and turning too. So then for wide receivers, this one was pretty tough. But with the emergence of Josh Palmer the last season, I'm going to go with the Superchargers. So give me Josh Palmer, Mike Williams, and Keenan Allen. Both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are very, very well compensated receivers, but they're both fantastic. And Josh Palmer, who is a mid-round pick, he seems to be pretty solid number wide, number three wide receiver. Solid. And then at tight end, I'm going to take the Las Vegas Raiders again. Uh, Darren Waller. There's not really anybody that can compare to him in the division besides Travis Kelsey. Definitely not. But Travis Kelsey is getting older. Darren Waller is still pretty young. Young blood rapper. Listen to his music. I love there it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, give me the Raiders tight end room. Uh, then offensive line. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Chargers again. Ooh. If you look right, left to right, uh, they're pretty solid all around. Only issue is they got Storm Norton over at right tackle, who was pretty much a sieve all last season. Was one of the worst graded tackles according to PFF. But Chargers got a really, really solid overall offensive line, and I'd take their offensive line just about any day if I was going to protect my quarterback. So then defensive line, I'm going to rope. Yeah, I know they're considered linebackers on the roster. But Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, they're both pass rushers. They can Mm -hmm. be considered either linebackers or defensive linemen. I'm still going to take that Chargers defensive line. Let's go. Also give me the Chargers linebackers, Kenneth Murray. Um, they, They just have a really solid linebacking core. Kenneth Murray, Drew Tranquil. And then for the defensive backs... This is an all Chargers defense. Got Derwin James. Oh my gosh. Yes. Nasir Adderley, JC Jackson, and the new draft pick <sighs> this year, or from last year, I'm sorry, Asante Samuel Jr. I forgot about JC Jackson. Completely forgot about him. So if you would have asked me before we started this episode who's going to win the division, I would have said Chiefs. Now kind of looking at the overall rosters, I think the Chargers have a really compelling case. Who do you think gets last place? Last place, I don't know. I'm still torn between Denver and I think it's Las Denver. Vegas. I do too. I think it's Denver. I'm I'm at the point where I think it's gonna be Denver. I don't know how well that defense is gonna hold up. I know they get Russell Wilson, but you never know what he's gonna be like with a brand new team. Well, and the the other thing too, to your point. So, Russell Wilson, not only is he with a new team, we've never seen him outside of Seattle, and we don't know what he's going to be. I mean, correct? he's not young anymore. He's going down the cliff. Last year, he was injured. Even when he was playing, he wasn't like the same old Russell Wilson that we were used to. Right. So, 
I think between Las Vegas and Denver, it's probably going to come down to if Derek Carr can outplay Russell Wilson for an entire season. Okay. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Do you think the Chiefs will get second place? You know, it's so tough because, like, when you compare Kansas City's offense to Los Angeles' offense, it's pretty Mm -hmm. similar. Like, if I was to rank – the wide receiver core, I would give probably second place to Kansas City. And then obviously I get first to the Chargers. Offensive line, I know for sure they'd be clear cut second. Tight end there, they'd be second. So they're they're not much that that's not much that of a difference between the two in terms of their offense. I think the thing is though, is Los Angeles' defense is so much better. So then it kind of just has to come down to if Patrick Mahomes can put this team on his back and carry a a, te- a defense that's rebuilding. But to the Chiefs' credit, their defense last year was just like a, a complete disaster. And if you looked at their roster, they just didn't have hardly anyone on it. But like Riley said, they went and rebuilt in the draft. They got a couple players who are coming back from last year that'll be one mm-hmm. more year experience. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Carlos Dunlap. That's a heck of a pass rush. Definitely. So Kansas City's a close second, but honestly, I'm going to give the upper hand of the Chargers in this situation. Now, I know a couple weeks ago, I crowned the Chiefs the division winner, but I think there's possibility that Los Angeles could give them a run for their money this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the moral of the story is, it all comes down to play calling and right. how and how the players execute. And if they show up to play, you know. Alrighty. This, this is also kind of making the assumption that Brandon Staley is going to make a bigger jump in year two mm-hmm. as head coach. I mean I like last him. year. He mm-hmm. was super aggressive. The defense was pretty pretty bad, but you know, they they fixed that. Yeah, they got some more key pieces. I think having the one-two punch between Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa will help them significantly. This will be a good year for the Chargers. But still, I got the Raiders on top, baby. You know me. The Raiders are taking it all the way home. I'm I'm still not buying the hype, but I guess, you know. You're getting close, Connor. I can feel it. I you're guess. Close. You're loving okay. the Raiders every day more and I was, more. I was really, really close. But you then, love them more than the Chiefs and Denver. I can tell you that right now. I don't know because looking <laughs> at their offensive line, okay, I love their pass rush. Their pass rush is amazing. Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. But if I look at their secondary, it's a mess. If I look at their offensive line, even bigger mess. So I, I guess we're just going to – for the Raiders, I mean, we're comparing them to Denver, so it's not like we're saying, "Oh, well, well, you guys are." You're saying that they're going to finish on top. I'm, I'm not saying that Las Vegas is going to finish on top. I'm more comparing them to Denver to mm-hmm. see who could finish in third. Riley, do you want to hit us with some news really quick? Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Tom Brady's absence at training camp for possibly the mass singer the what 
the mass singer show on Fox. He could possibly be going on that show. And that's why he is not showing up to practice. And the speculation is possibly something that deal he did with Fox in the off season. Maybe he uh, committed to that. And that's why he would, he would be at practice if he didn't retire for like two days. Mm-hmm. So, Carl, very interesting. What do you think about this? Who's sniffing around on this kind of stuff? Yeah, honestly, this is, this is like, weird. <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this is odd this, this just comes way out of nowhere. Well, no, okay. Nobody can find him. It was a, uh, it was a theory. Two guys were joking about it. It was a like, theory. Yeah, they're like, what if this is real? Because nobody can find him. He's not on his yacht somewhere in Europe or anything. The thing is, is it could be, too. Like, Antonio see, Brown was on there one time. If we Terry see, Bradshaw was. <laughs> I heard uh, Pat McAfee said, if we see a guy with a goat head on that show, we'll get our answer. <laughs> uh, they, they can't do that. It'd be too obvious. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting thing that came way out of left field. I never would have thought of that, but the dots seems like the dots connect. Then we got obvious Deshaun Watson's increased suspension from six to 11 games. I would probably say they could go eight to 10 wins possibly after hearing that. I don't know what your guys thoughts so, are So that. let me ask you guys this before we go any further. What did you guys think about his preseason performance i know he didn't play much he only threw a couple balls and he, what he only completed like it was one pass he completed one or two I'm passes not sure. you know i didn't get a chance to watch it but i think it's interesting so there were several people out there who were like oh, i don't play deshaun watson in the preseason it's just the preseason i'm like he hasn't set foot on a football field yep. in like a year and a half so uh-huh. it's good for him to be out there do some things quite honestly, if he's going to be suspended that long though, have him play the whole first half. Yeah, I mean, don't just well. stop him at like couple throws. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's just, I don't get that. Worst case Kevin, scenario. He's out. He's Kevin out Stefanski. For... Kevin Stefanski actually just said he won't be playing in any more preseason games. What? You know, I guess now that would make sense because here's the thing. Oh, so we get him all warmed up for the season, but then he's going to have to sit like 11, 12 weeks before he can actually do anything. He can practice until the 30th, and then he has to leave. Whatever. (laughs) You know, he got got himself in this mess. He had to have done something to trigger this whole thing. Well, and and how about the Browns, too, like – the Browns, obviously, they knew this kind of stuff was happening. So, like, why did they decide to put all their eggs in the Deshaun Watson basket? Like, this kind of a trade would make sense, like, next year after his suspension's been served. But the timing of it all, so they're, they basically structured everything almost as if they could go all in this year. So with the way that the rest of his contract is structured and the way the team's cap situation is, Mm-hmm. It doesn't look that great for them to be able to build a team around them for the future. Definitely not. So this just, it was, it seemed like a good move at first, but then all of a sudden it was like, oh, Deshaun Watson's actually going to be suspended. 
we're just not sure how long. And that's like, you idiots, why did you do this? But one thing that I have to say to the Browns, if they're out there somewhere listening, or if I can just get one message through to them, <laughs> please, please, please go out and trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. You need Jimmy Garoppolo. If you don't get him, your season is over. This year is going to be nothing. He's a free agent after this year, so he can go ahead and walk. And I think it makes sense for both teams because last time I heard, Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't even been handed a playbook. It was he's, so it was so sad watching that video. It was so sad watching that video of him train with the train or with the staff members. He's literally throwing balls to the staff members on the opposite side of the field. <laughs> I I felt bad for the guy. I don't, I will say this. I think Atlanta should have picked him up. That definitely would have made it so then, like, they wouldn't just have to straight up tank. Yeah. Because, like, them saying, okay, we're going to get Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota would have been a good idea if they would have actually had more of a team around him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I could see where that would have been a good fit. Yeah. But the Giants, too, I mean, it. I don't know if the Giants are going to come calling. It seems like they're committed to just seeing what Daniel Jones has which probably isn't much, but who knows? Yeah, Daniel Jones, not not the answer. I'm, I I probably shouldn't have said that, but well, he's a Brit. I I mean, he he's. I think Mariota and Jameis Winston are better than Daniel Jones, but I think they're both bridge quarterbacks at this point. I was super high on them in the when they got drafted. But at this point in their careers, I think they're both bridge quarterbacks. I think Jameis could do something like getting him in the playoffs, but I, at this point, I think they're both bridge quarterbacks. And Daniel Jones just hasn't shown any progress. Now he's yeah. on the Giants, and we'll see what Dable does with the with this team. But I don't know. Daniel Jones just hasn't really gotten my attention. Can I say something bold? Go ahead. Okay. Put a gun to my head right now and ask me where Jimmy Garoppolo is playing 2023. He's playing in New York for the Giants. I like that. That makes sense. I well, only I just don't see any other place for him. I mean, the only other place that he could possibly play would maybe be Tampa Bay. But I just don't think that's super likely. It's possible. Um because who else would they play? That's Kyle Trask. Yeah, they're going to be looking for somebody different. I don't think Kyle think, Trask is the answer. Um, I don't think the Giants would get Jimmy Garoppolo. Really? Well, it's because they have Tyrod as their backup right now. Yeah, I mean, and he's he's, a, he showed he's a high as a, end backup. Yeah, yeah, he's a serviceable. He's very serviceable. Riley, what do you think about Jimmy Garoppolo? Mm-hmm. Tough to say. I really don't have a landing spot for him. You know, I will say this: if the Texans, if Davis, if Davis Mills got hurt, the Texans would pick him up. He could just end up being that guy, like Jacoby Brissett. Like every time someone gets hurt, that team calls him up and's like, "Hey, we need a quarterback." I can right. see that. Yeah. Let me let me give me an opinion on Jimmy G. I think he's a starter in this league. 
He's. I think he's more of a starter than Drew Locke. The weird thing is, is if you look at him and you compare him to other quarterbacks, he's probably like the 15th, 16th, 17th best quarterback in the league. That's okay. But for some reason, he wins games. Mm-hmm. Like he's last time I checked, I think it was he's lost 14 games in his professional football career. Mm-hmm. That's a lot, or that's very few games considering how, how long he's played. I think he's a winner. Definitely. And when you win, that's all that matters. Well, in, in this league, at least. Yeah. He's a winner at a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy GQ, they call him. Yep. All right, anything else on the news front that you want to get out there? Looks like we're out. Um, Let's talk about... All right, let's get off topic here. Connor, let's talk about the new Madden game. Okay. I want to hear your opinions. So obviously everybody has their disagreements with the ratings and everything, players included, a lot of them jump in. But I've keep in mind I've only played like one and a half games tonight when I got home from work. Um <laughs> it's okay, my issue isn't necessarily like with the gameplay itself. And this it's is like, this is on next gen, right? PS5? Yeah. Or, yeah, Xbox, PS5. So I was playing against the Packers using the Vikings. I was tied with Green Bay at 17. Okay. And I had just scored two unanswered touchdowns. My screen was shaking and I was the home team and I couldn't see any of my routes. I was like, this is so stupid. Mm. Like, why is it that this is happening when I'm the home team and I just <laughs> scored twice? Kevin I O'Connell does not approve. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically <laughs> just played the entire so game. So the like meter that. on top of the screen was all the way towards the Packers side? It must have been because I couldn't see any of my routes. And that the same thing when sense. I got on defense. I mean, should I know the routes? Kind of, but this is my first time playing this new game specifically. Mm-hmm. How new does it seem to you? It's like, it feels like last year they just kept on going on with like the last generation. And then now this year, so this is the third game that they've actually made for current gen. They like, they suddenly decided to make the jump with the third generation for starting with new gameplay and new features and stuff. And to me, I just say, why'd you wait? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I agree with you. Um, I played my fair share of games already. New Madden 23. Uh, Nothing really jumped out to me as far as because they they brought this whole thing out about how the pass the pass lead is now like a thing in the game where like you move the thumbstick when you throw the ball and your accuracy and all that. I just want to clarify that that was already in the game to begin with. You just created a meter so it was visible to see. So like you're making something that was already in the game seem like it was brand new. That's true. Yeah. It's, I mean, okay, so I just started kind of using the meter a little bit, like I was messing around on practice mode. Yep. Did it really, does it seem like you really have control over the meter, or is it just... Absolutely not. It's all over the place. I thought it was just me, because I I thought it was more of like a a 
shooting meter like in 2K mm. or like anybody you could look at it like that, but anybody like... out there who plays MLB the show would know like the throwing meter when you're throwing the ball. I mean it's, it's similar to that, but like I don't know. I mean it it like you said, they're just displaying to you like what you already knew was in the game. Right. I mean, maybe some people didn't know that was there. Now it's bringing it to their attention, so they'll actually pay attention to it. But it doesn't really seem like it's it's that big of a difference. Right. Yep. Definitely has been that way for the past couple of years. Um, so right now, I think to wrap it up, um, we're getting to the 30-minute mark. Uh, Connor, do you have a clown of the week? Or a clown of the day? Or, uh, I'll save. I'll save one for Monday. I can't think of one at the moment, or All Tuesday, right. whenever we record next. All right. Well, yeah, we we better get off before we get too deep in the Madden weeds, and then people stop watching. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Riley, you got anything else? I think we're good. All right. All right. We'll see you, folks, on Tuesday, or we'll have. This video will be probably going up tomorrow. Um, yeah. Yeah. 5 a.m. Yep. So, thanks. yep. Thanks for watching. Next video will probably be up Wednesday morning, somewhere around there. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share Pause with it. everybody else. Yep. We're on Spotify too, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Check that out. If Riley, if you want to put that in the description. description if. And then if somebody's watching or listening on Spotify, we're on YouTube. So, <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you guys later. Adios.